0: In the heart of commie controlled america the no bullshit bearer of doom and gloom opium free broadcast
1: the most important hour of your day you can run on. All- got to cut you down. You can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time, time. sooner or later, got to cut you
0: down.
2: My name is Josh, that is Vince Tagliavia. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. We're live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy of communism coming to America, the infiltration of all of aspects, all domains of our society, our social, our cultural, our academic, our institutional, our educational, academic, educational, they're all the same. But most importantly, the collapse of modern society, Through the taking over the control of the supply chain, various different attacks happening there and our infrastructure to more of a global perspective of the inevitable collapse of the global economy and which thing that we focus on the most here with everything that we do as well as the pending global war that is in the midst of breaking out. And that's what we do is we have what we call the firestorm event that we've been talking about since 2020 that was coming. And uh, we can no longer say that it's coming. Because. Right. It's here. <laughs> and if you don't freaking believe me, okay, just pay attention because we're going to show you and we show people every night what is really happening in this world. And you don't have to be a conspiracy theorist to understand what we're about to tell you. You don't have to be someone who lives on the fringes. You, you can be completely apolitical. You don't have to have a political affiliation at all. All you have to do is open your eyes, critically think, and understand that this world This country is under attack. And it's under attack from the inside. It's been infiltrated long since ago. And there are various things happening and unfolding right now that we here and many others out there have been informing people about, keeping people updated, showing them the progression of how this all operates. Now, listen, they call me the bearer of doom and gloom. And it's not because I think that everything's going to shit in a handbag, right? But it's because we don't sugarcoat stuff here. We don't sit here and give you that little bit of hope. Here. Do I hope and pray that there's good guys out there doing the right thing that are going to stand up at the right time and push back and, and, and take out the cabal, the deep state and the, the new world or whatever all that stuff is? Yeah, I do. Do I trust that they will? No, I fucking don't. I'm sorry. I've been way too disappointed in my life through various different types of authority figures to put any faith in any type of system. Hence why I look at it from my own perspective, from my own aggregate of information. I look at it with a very hypercritical analysis of what is unfolding. And I think that many people in our audience have done the same. I think many people out there are waking up and they're starting to realize this. The events that unfolded last night live on Monday Night Football have woken up a whole bunch of people. I can't even begin to tell you. Okay? Now, if you haven't heard about it, okay, I want you to to understand that... They're they're calling it this other condition, right, Vince? It's called – what are are they calling it now?
0: I can pull it up real quick. Yeah, I don't have it on the top of my head here. I could look.
2: They're saying the blow to the heart, what really happened. um, Cardiologist explains, and this is a cardiologist, okay? So we had Damar Hamlin who collapsed on stage last night. We were live when it happened. We came back and, and showed it. Okay, collapsed on stage, on field last night, Okay. Now, yeah. they're saying that basically it's, it's when you have a, a massive uh, shot to the chest. It's called comitio cordis. And so basically this typically happens in other sports like football, rugby um, – or not football, baseball, rugby, softball, these types of things where you have a fast, very hard ball moving and hits you stri- straight in the chest. Doesn't break the ribs or anything like that but basically kind of s- produces this pressure wave that goes onto the heart. And produces a heart attack. Um, This is what uh, this cardiologist is saying, Dr. Scott Jerome from the University of Maryland Medical System cardiologist. If you get hit in the chest, um, if it happens between heartbeats, it's a very small window. It can put the heart into ventricular fibrillation. Okay, well, this is what they're saying happened. Um, Unfortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough came out, who, by the way, I talked about last night, Dr. Peter McCullough is world-renowned cardiologist, the most peer-reviewed and published cardiologist on the planet, probably one of the most revered cardiologists on the planet up until a few years ago when he came out against the COVID vaccine, came out and said, the idea that this is Camachio Cortis is absolutely absurd. This happens in a small, rare percentage, and the velocity that that would have to happen at is incredible. Now, if you watch the hit, It's just a normal NFL hit. There's nothing massive about this hit. There's nothing, not a hard hit. It's not crazy. Um, He doesn't direct hit into the chest. Uh, The more likely problem here is that this man was vaccinated. We have ample evidence suggesting that he was vaccinated. And potentially, if you're vaccinated, this could produce various vulnerabilities within the heart. Now, we don't know this. I'm calling bullshit on that, obviously, you're doing damage control, and I don't know if people saw this as well, but the Biden administration has actually set up outposts around the hospital, supposedly Biden's going to go visit him in the next few days. but there's outposts around wow. the hospital basically spreading out information that I guess this wasn't vaccination i this is getting wow. absurd
0: but right away after it happened they said it wasn't vaccination though so you know
2: that's right. automatically suspect so this happened live on national tv it's the talk of the town right now okay um we know he was vaccinated we we're going to show that here in a little while when we talk about this on the story side um Vaccines have the potential to kill. 16% of the people who are vaccinated that we've seen are receiving some sort of adverse ref- effect, and less than, I think it's about 3 to 6% of those 16% are dying.
0: Yeah, okay? and they're attributing that, like Roxy said here, they're contributing these cardiological events to COVID as well instead mm-hmm. of
2: the vaccine. Well, they're attributing it to a multiple. Tons of different factors, from climate change to wow. hot temperatures to sex to whatever. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, they had. You got to remember, a few uh, about nine months ago in Canada, the leading cause of death was unknown. Was unknown. I mean, literally, the leading cause of death in a Western nation, Canada, was called unknown. They eventually came out and called it SADS, sudden, sudden. Um, what is it? It's, uh, sudden adult death syndrome well adult is actually not the right name for it so that's what we oh, name really it yeah it's like a sudden adenocide something like that death syndrome Uh-oh. either way but it's it's sudden adult we call it sudden adult death syndrome um now 24 year old man having that type of of injury okay when there's no other athletes dying of cardiac problems okay I I'm okay with that right like okay it's sad it happens. I don't believe in coincidences on the same day that that happened to him. Okay. On the same day that that happened to him. And I got to pull up the story now because I don't have it in front of me. On the same day that that happened to him, a former Jacksonville Jaguars player, offensive lineman, 39 years of age, pro-vaxxer came out multiple times, pro-vaxxer died of a heart problem. I mean, 38 years old, thir- yeah, 38 years old, there you go, 38 years old, and I can't even pronounce his name anyway, but, uh, oh, there it is, uh, Yushi Nawanari. Yushi Winanari, former former NFL player who called um, to jail the unvaccinated, dies suddenly at 38 years of age, right there, and what did he die from? He died from a cardiac event, a heart attack, on the same day that the 24-year-old passes out on the field. This isn't a coincidence, people. We've shown the list, 1,600 athletes around the world. And this isn't This isn't like amateur athletes. These are, these are college and professional athletes. I think there's a 100 and, 116 professional and college athletes who have died. Total, we're seeing about 1,600, and that's just what's reported of what we're seeing. Right. We're having high school athletes, 17-, 16-year-olds, dying of cardiac events. Up. There and, it is, sudden uh, rhythmic death syndrome. Thank you so much, Frederick.
0: Oh, thank you, Frederick.
2: You know, and a lot of times I think
0: they can't hold back the truth and they say, oh, this person died suddenly of heart failure. They were 17 or whatever. And we know the truth right away. A lot of times I think that the vaccine injury presents itself with other comorbidities, with cancers mm-hmm. and things like this, when they could just say, oh, they died of cancer. What a freak accident. You know, it happens all the time.
2: Yeah. So and there's so many more deaths is my point. So people are saying uh, the Bills player was boosted on December 26th as doctor tweeted. The tweet that was going around um, with the picture of the tweet, that that's fake. That guy is a propaganda and disinformation agent. You can actually go to his Twitter profile, which is now deleted, but you can find other screenshots of it. And he's basically propaganda disinfo. He's a liberal. Yeah. yeah. And right when I saw that,
0: my immediate thought was, okay. This I, red flags went off. And I thought this sounds like something that's going to be used to discredit the truth. There and that's is. exactly what they do.
2: Yep, that's exactly what they do. It's OK. So people are going to be coming out saying this is, uh, you know, vaccine generated. Let's go out and produce pop- propaganda in case this actually does happen. And they spread that kind of bullshit. This is the, the, the accounts that actually Elon Musk is trying to remove. So listen, I've said this before, that there is a genocide going on right now. We talked about the 10 stages of the genocide. I said we were in stage eight. This is the level of persecution. It is happening. We're going to go over a lot of stuff tonight. I mean, we got a ton of stuff. I actually wanted to bring up my Twitter feed and, and kind of go through some stuff on that as well. Yeah, that would be uh, fun. Yeah. Well, I, I haven't been posting much lately. Um, definitely haven't been posting much lately. But, yeah, there's some things in here I wanted to touch on. Um. There is one particularly I wanted to touch on. Um, Yeah, this is a good one to start because we're just talking about this right now. Stop getting the vaccine and booster for heaven's sake. How much more evidence do you need? 1,841% increase in sudden cardiac death in athletes. 2.4 deaths per month from 1966 to 2004. 46.6 deaths per month, 2021 to 2022. Are you paying attention? Now, this is from a, a registered nurse. Okay. Now these are from PubMed, National Institute of Health numbers. Now many people are saying, "Oh, well, why? Why are we only looking from 1966 to 2004?" Right? Okay. Um, I don't know why the data range is only from that. What about 2004 to 2021? What is that death rate? I bet it's probably increased, but probably somewhere in the middle. Right. But 46.6 deaths per month makes uh, professional athletes <laughs> incredibly vulnerable to death. I don't know that. That's Seems like quite a lot. Um, another thing that we'll talk about here is uh, where is it? Oh, I said, I said, and just like that, died suddenly. The movie by Stu Peters became one of the most watched videos of the first week of twenty twenty three, and I got a lot of slack for that one. And I think that that's actually going to be the truth here.
0: I was really enjoying the call out from last night when you called out the bots, and they
2: absolutely stormed your post. Yep. My God. Now, there's also something else that's going on here. Let's, let's take a look. Let's listen to Dr. Malone.
1: This is something that I found surprising. They're anticipating rollout of mRNA vaccines for COVID for basically all of our livestock industry.
2: Okay. Do you understand what that means? So firstly, do you want to know oh, yeah. an animal on the planet that has a natural immunity to coronaviruses? Cows. You use cow colostrum, bovine colostrum,
3: because
2: it already has antibodies for coronavirus because they're immune to it. But he just said that they're going to use mRNA vaccines coming to U.S. livestock. Now, what does that do specifically?
0: It, It changes their genes.
2: Okay, it changes their genes and causes them to produce spike proteins, which then what happens to that cow? It produces what? Two things. Infected meat? Two different things know. are the two largest food products in the, in the country.
3: Oh, milk eggs and poison and meat. milk. Oh.
2: Not eggs. Milk, milk oh. and meat. Uh-huh. Which means that you'll be consuming spike proteins from bovine. And you're not going to be able to cook that stuff out. So I said if there's ever a point where we needed to make a stand, it is now. They, so think about this. Think about the massive amount of investments that people like Bill Gates and George Soros have made in alternative meat products. These are soy-based meat products, right, that are mystery meats, uh, um, unknown meats, whatever you want to call them, that are genetically engineered. They are made from synthetic proteins, and they've absolutely been creamed the last few years. They're not doing very well. But Bill Gates… Yeah, but Bill Gates has said it's good. It's going to come out. Trust me. Why? Because they're going to taint the freaking food supply. We've been calling this. Water wars are coming. Droughts are coming. They're going to kill off the food supply. They are they are absolutely exterminating all the chickens on this planet. Pigs. We had a few people on the Red Pill Project, our, our social platform, um, contact me last year and the year before that they were going out and testing chickens and pigs for yeah. at uh, local farm farmers markets for um, COVID. And yeah. if they detected any type of thing, they were, they were annihilating them. The same thing with the chickens. Chickens now have avian flu, and they're just destroying 2 million every month, I'm hearing. So we have to understand is that there is a war right now on the supply chain. There is a war on our infrastructure. There's a war on us. All these various domains that are under attack are attacks on you and me. And the question is: is how much longer are we going to stand for this? And I'm serious about this because now they're attacking our food supply. Do you remember when they had the RBST added into milk? The all the all the uh, enhancers, the the hormones, and all this stuff, and how it was producing. Kids to go into uh, puberty at age eight and nine. It was causing massive hormonal disruptions. Probably why we have the whole parts of the trans community right now is because a lot of this. Alphabet soup. Right. But then, oh, well, we made a mistake. We're going to remove it. Heart bad. They didn't make a mistake. They did that on purpose. And this is what they're going to do now. They're going to vaccinate all these farm animals. Make it mandatory. So it's way easier to make it mandatory for farm animals, for livestock, than it is for you and me.
0: That's where they started with a lot of these jabs anyway, mm-hmm. interestingly enough.
2: Now, interestingly enough, and whether you love them or hate them, this was one of the Elon Musk's posts today. 1984, Brave New World, Fahrenheit 451. You are here. This is the wealthiest man on the planet. Okay. Highly successful, very well connected to all of these people, the elites yeah. the globalist billionaire clubs whatever and he's telling you straight up that you are here right now it's not coming it's not it's not in it's not down the road it's here right now man, we got a lot of news to go through. <laughs> Wake up, sheeple. Yeah. So Matt uh, Talbibi uh, came out with his new Twitter files today. Oh, yeah. Yep. So uh, Elon Musk says U.S. government agency demanded suspension of 250,000 accounts, including journalists and Canadian officials. That's quite a lot of people. I can at least share from the press side that CNN heard they have nearly 250,000 accounts. State Department spokesman told CNN that GEC provided Twitter with a small sample of the overall data set that included nearly 250,000 accounts. Adding, it was not surprising that there were authentic accounts in any sample. And so basically what this focuses on is... uh, A lot of what the government interaction was, was to basically stomp out disinformation, what they called Chinese and Russian propaganda during um, the COVID pandemic. Now, the interesting thing is, is this is the Trump White House, guys. I want everybody to understand that. This was the Trump White House who was doing this. Yeah. Okay. But this gets even crazier because it's not just the Trump White House. Um, You have Elon going, Adam Schiff. What's this? He's talking about post number 27 from uh, @tibb. They also received an astonishing variety of requests from officials asking for individuals they didn't like to be banned. Here, the office of Dem- Office for Democrat and House Intel Committee Ch- Chief Adam Schiff asked Twitter to ban journalist Paul Sperry. And so, remove any and all content about Mr. Misco and other committee staff from its service to include quotes, retweets, and reactions to the content. Suspend the many accounts, including Greg Rubini and Paul Sperry, which have repeatedly promoted false QAnon conspiracies and harassed various people. Suppress any and all search results about, we could suspect it's QAnon, and other committee staff, or probably Schiff, Adam Schiff, I'm I'm assuming there. Stop the spread of future transmission on Twitter about so and forth and other impeachment inquiries of the twenty twenty presidential election. Label and reduce the visibility of any content about said person that Twitter does not remove for the reasons cited above. So I'm assuming um this is probably Adam Shift and he's talking about the Standard Hotel because he didn't want want to get out there. Mm. If anybody doesn't know the history of Adam Schiff and the Standard Hotel, it uh deals with Pizzagate. It deals mm-hmm. with um a a young child And that young child is now dead. And Adam Schiff was the last person, apparently, to see. Yeah, anyways, that's that's a story for a different day. What did Adam Schiff do at the Standard Hotel? That's the question. And so how do we know we're coming in to this 1984 Fahrenheit 451 brave new world? Well, let's go over to Ukraine. Zelensky signs controversial law expanding government power to regulate the media. So, for everybody who doesn't know this, is that when the Ukraine-Russia conflict started, <clears throat> Zelensky basically suspended all legal proceedings within their delegations. He went out and arrested all political opposition in Ukraine. Anybody he declared to be a Russian sympathizer, it didn't matter if they were or not, they were just of the opposite political affiliation, he arrested them. Many of the financiers of that, known as Ukrainian oligarchs, Russian oligarchs, yeah were killed by suicide, multiple. Political opposition was annihilated. And what you have now is the takeover of the media. He's already nationalized the banks.
0: Yeah, which they had already had unfortunate accidents and missing media personnel during Mm -hmm. the time of what you were talking about. But here's, I guess,
2: the final blow. Yep. And there we go. Latest Twitter files expose Intel agency takeover in Hillary Clinton's role in pushing company to censor. Um, this is a good thread right here. Um, I wanted to get to the Hillary Clinton part. It was just, I just saw it over. It's okay. The same week Clinton had said it's time for Twitter to stop dragging its heels and live up to the fact that its platform is being used as a tool for cyber warfare. That's not necessarily true. Um, Twitter public policy VP Colin Crowell later met with the congressional leaders and reported back to the company, explaining Senator Warner said that Democrats were taking orders from Hillary Clinton to keep the Russiagate nonsense in the news and the pressure big techs to keep producing material for them. And you can see that right in there. Matt Talibi right here. Here's a little bit more background. This is Colin Crowell um, to Jack Dorsey taking orders from Hillary Clinton. Right, Democrats also taking cues from Hillary Clinton, who in her What Happened book tour is pointedly talking about the role of Russian propaganda and dirty tricks. So this just goes to show that there is a a shadow insurgency operating in the United States, and we've known this for a long time. Without a doubt. Damn pinkos. What's a pinko? A pinko is a communist. That's what a pinko is. (laughs) Yeah,
0: somebody should make a meme with uh, the picture of... uh... Buzz are going like this and just be like, everywhere, pinkos everywhere, pinkos, yeah.
2: pinkos everywhere. So Jordan, uh, and then another, another example here, Jordan Peterson, and this is kind of a long thread, but to give you the gist of it, the Ontario College of Psychologists has demanded that Jordan Peterson submit himself to mandatory social media communication retraining with their experts for, among other crimes, retweeting. Pierre Polivare and criticizing Justin Trudeau and his political allies. He says, I have been accused of harming people, although none of the complainants involved in the current action were clients of mine, past or present, or, and were acquainted with any of my clients. I am to take a course of such training with reports documenting my progress or face an in-person tribunal and suspension of my rights to operate as a licensed clinical psychologist. About a dozen people from all over the world have submitted complaints about my public statements on Twitter and Rogan over a four-year period out of about 15 million who follow me on social media claiming that I have harmed people, not them, with my views. And so Elon is even involved in this. He said, it's even worse than you think in Canada. Regulated professionals are now terrified in the silence by their respective colleges. This means that they are no longer able to say what they believe to be true, and who needs that from their lawyers, physicians, or psychologists. And then to clarify, it has been decided. I either submit to social media communication retraining or face disciplinary hearing and possible suspension of my clinical license, um, and the right to represent myself as a psychologist. This is right out of the communist Chinese playbook. It is 100%. percent reeducation camps. Well, and then silencing anybody in a professional license industry with the, the, the threat of losing their license. How many doctors have we seen lose their license over the last three years because of coming out against COVID? Too many. Yep.
0: One would be too many. I, have, uh, I agree.
2: Unless that license. person was com- completely just propagating bullshit. but And committing crimes, sure. And people were dying under their watch. That's a different story, right? It was the opposite. It's the opposite, exactly. Chicago continues its collapse in the 2023 under Democratic Mayor Lightfoot as murders, carjackings skyrocket. And, and you know, I, I don't want to go through this as a story, but <clears throat> this is the reality. If you start looking at liberal cities – and look, this is a, we can be apolitical here. Show me crime in liberal cities versus crime in conservative cities. Night and day. Night and day. Okay. Don't get me wrong. There's always going to be those outliers, right? But what we're seeing is radical leftist policies, policies that are defunding the police, policies that are removing the police force. Reducing the jobs in the police, right? Policies that are are lessening the infractions on various crimes. Chicago is one of them. Um, You can be uh, second-degree murder right now is a non-punitive charge in the sense where you'll be arrested and let go on bail. Murder. Um, Manslaughter, same thing. Not only that, is um, drug crimes. Just let them go. They give them a misdemeanor ticket. Doesn't matter if it's federal or not. They don't care. They're, they're, they've less, um, there's other ones, uh, um, domestic violence, all these types of things. You just find, take your name, you show up to court, that's it, let go. This is what's happening. This is coming because people who don't realize this George Soros went on about a 10 year campaign to fund attorney generals throughout various liberal cities in this country. Then he went out there to help fund various different types of governors, and it was all in anticipation for what happened over the last four years in the implementation of those people into various positions of power to basically do exactly what we're saying, defund the police, reduce the manpower of the police force, and then reduce the, the sentencing on the criminality. Not only that is a lot of these liberal governors have let massive amount of criminals off out of prison. Remember during COVID, they were just letting people out of prison? Well, oh, they're too populated. We can't we can't have people in there. Yeah. It's for their health. It's for the better good. So it's wild. Well, it is wild. And I was watching a movie the other day called The Colony. Mm. Okay, and humanity destroyed Earth. There's tons of uprisings and they they took off to some other planet. And uh, when they got to the planet, there was too much radiation there. And so they couldn't reproduce. So the population was dying. And it was only the wealthy that went, of course, right? Um, so they they went back to Earth to try to see if they could get back into the planet after 100 years. And uh, the first ship didn't arrive, so they sent another one. The other one arrives, and this is where the story takes place. Well, the problem, with, the problem I had with it is... They have this motto, for the many, as they all chant, for the many, that they're doing it for the many. It's always for the many. You know know what that is? That's communism. For the many is communism.
0: Yeah, there seems to be a trend like that with all this new mainstream entertainment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All the big corporations that are pumping out these shows, very, very Pinko-esque and Rainwashy, if you watch, if you pay attention. It is, it is. Yeah. good stuff though some of them
2: so if anybody remembers uh, back in 2020 I did a video on uh, Michael do uh, day no, not Michael de Notre Dame, uh, yeah, Michael de Notre Dame, which is Notre Dame's, mm. and uh, it was a very profound video. I thought it was really well done. It basically oh, yeah. correlated the, the the various plates of his last prophecies, a series of the plates about the changing of the age and what would happen about the unfolding, the great awakening, about how truth will be revealed, the book of knowledge will be given back to mankind. That was such a good episode. It was. It was, it was actually phenomenal. I should probably do some more on this, but so. Nostradamus, a French doctor and astrologer, um, in his prophecies, which he anticipated the future of humanity will end, uh, uh, future of humanity until the end of the world. Interestingly enough, he predicted the end of the world to come in about the year 3797. He perhaps most famously also predicted the attack of the Twin Towers. For centuries and right up until nowadays, his prophecies have studied around the world and to announce the events that are to come. Why is 2023 crucial for Nostradamus? Nostradamus. Over the years, his predictions have also been uh, often been associated with important events that have occurred in the world. Indeed, many people believe Nostradamus has predicted the future and that his predictions have proven to be accurate. According to some of his prophecies, 2023 will be a very important year. In fact, this year, he even predicted the end of the world. However, it should be noted that he didn't specify an exact date. So, what did he predict? He predicted World War III. Ugh, oh, we no, don't want to listen to this. Stop, stop. Okay. Um, This is a video that explains it, but I'd rather go through this myself. So he predicted the end of the world. Stop, Jesus. There we go. Okay. So he predicted the end of the world and they don't have it in here specifically, but I have another post right here that I can pull up that that kind of uh, talks about it. He says the Great War of 2023. He says... One line in the Mystics book stands out particularly. It reads, seven months of great war. People die because of the evil, but their light will not fall into the hands of the king. Now, this is interesting. Now, they're correlating this with Russia and Ukraine. This has nothing to do with Russia and Ukraine. What are your thoughts on it? Seven months of great war. Okay, seven months of great war. People die because of evil, but their light, their soul, will not fall into the hands of the king. What king are they talking about there? I don't know, dude. It could be the king of England, which is actually represented in another passage. It could be the king of this planet, Mm. the evil king, Satan, if you want to, Satan, Lucifer, whatever you want to call it, right? Whatever tyrant's in charge. Or the leader of the evil. I I look at it as into the hands of the king. The king is the leader of the evil, right? People will die because of evil, but their light will not fall into the hands of the king. Okay, which means that their soul will be saved, in a sense, or energy will be saved. Okay, seven months of great war. What do you have, so Revelations. Seven churches, seven seals, right? Okay. So now we see seven months of great war. Now, if you're an esotericist or an occultist like myself, you understand the significance of seven months of great war. And this is an internal battle, an internal struggle, of the opening of your various energy centers within your body and how they unfold. Now, the fact that he's talking about people die because of evil, but their light. The chakras open up the light. Seven chakras of light will not fall into the hands of the king. Which tells me is that a great war will embattle about the awakening that is occurring within humanity. Okay.
1: Spiritual
4: war.
2: Spiritual war that is awakening within humanity. And that people will die because of the evil that is trying to suppress it. But their light that is shining through, that is being awakened, will not fall into the hands of the leaders of the evil. That's how I interpret that. We win the war. There it is. Other words, those who are waking up win the war. Uh, This one was interesting. Change of the British Isles. Um, So... The most recent world event that people have claimed to link to this book was the passing of Queen Elizabeth II on September 2022. Following her death, the the book broke sale records and it seemed to be linked to the following prediction, and this is his predictions. Because they disapproved of his divorce, a man who later they considered unworthy, the people will force out the king of the islands. A man will replace him who never expected to be king. Okay. So that's King Charles. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. And they're talking potentially about um, he could be replaced by Prince Harry or Prince William. Now, if you imagine if Prince William um, Prince William stepped down and abdicated the throne to Prince Harry. A brother's love. Fascinating. Yep. This one is quite interesting. So... They're trying to equate this one, the Elon Musk. astrologer predicted in his book that humanity's quest to colonize Mars, a quest that is being led by Elon Musk, may come to an end in 2023. The prophet wrote, heavenly fire when the lights of Mars go out. So this could be a rocket blasting off, explodes, right? Mm. But I, I look at this more esoterically. Heavenly light or heavenly fire when the lights of Mars go out. So what's Mars in that sense? Well, Mars, so Mars could be the god of war, right? Or we could actually be talking about the literal star planet in the sky. Now, what heavenly fire would cause Mars to be extinguished? Solar storm. A solar flare. uh, Yep. uh, A massive coronal mass ejection lighting up the sky with auroras, a heavenly fire and the lights of Mars go out. I wonder the stars it, are shouted.
0: Could that actually destroy a planet? I guess it probably could. Well, we're not
2: talking about Mars here. We're talking about earth oh. Oh. is that from earth, a CME hits earth and blacks out all the stars.
0: So they're calling earth Mars.
2: No, no, no. The lights of, so I, I this could just be a reference. I haven't read the whole no. prophecy, but this could just be a reference, right? Yeah, yeah. So no. we're
0: getting parts of hit by this.
2: Right. <clears throat> we get hit by a coronal mass ejection, and the night sky gets lit up with Aurora Borealis, right? And it blacks out the night sky, which Mars goes out. Or oh. Mars could get hit by a CME. I, I don't know. There's a lot of things that could happen here. Um, yeah. I wonder if a CME could actually literally take a planet out, though. like Or destroy it. maybe a asteroid hits Mars. Destroy. I, I don't know. There, there could be tons of different stuff here, yeah, right? Or like
0: a space weapon.
2: Yep, or a space weapon. Who knows? Um, dry land to get drier in forecast of floods. The Earth may suffer for another climate disaster in 2023, according to the words of Nostradamus. The dry land will dry up even more, and there will be great floods when you see the rainbow. So means that every LGBTQ garden is going to dry up. I'm joking. I'm sorry. That was a bad one. <laughs> the rainbow.
0: Yeah. Interesting. We already see this happening. I think this one's spot on. Yep. Geoengineering.
2: He says riots and revenge in the streets. Sooner or later, you will see great changes made, hor- horrors, and terrible revenges. Wow. Now, I actually think that this deals with what we're talking about.
4: Sooner or later, you will see
2: great changes made, okay? Horrors and terrible revenges. Horrors? Horrors. H-O-R-R-O-R-S. Horrors. Because then he goes on to say this. Listen to this part. This is where this gets interesting. This prediction implies that there will be more social upheavals and civil rebellion in the coming months. The The astrologer went on the right. So take this all in the context. Sooner or later, you will see great changes made, horrors and evil, terrible revenges. Trumpets are shaking in great controversy, an agreement that has been broken, which once again alludes in some way to a rebellion or revolution somewhere on earth in 2023. So, three things here. Sooner or later, you'll see great changes, horrors and re- terrible revenges. Trumpets are shaking in great controversy, an agreement that has been broken. Now, what are trumpets?
0: I don't know, but it's biblical in a sense, isn't it? Well,
2: how about this? What if, through his vision, instead of seeing Donald Trump a man, he saw trumpets? And his followers, MAGA, were trumpets. Hmm. Kim Clement, trumpets. Trumpets. Okay? Okay. Trumpets are shaking in great controversy. They're not happy with what they found out. An agreement that has been broken. The plan. Sooner or later, you'll see great changes made, horrors and terrible revenges. Those people rise up, civil war. They realize that they've all been lied to. They rise up. Yep. Yep. Interesting. Interesting breakdown. Oh yeah, this is this is pretty interesting. I wanna go through all of them, but uh, that's all we kinda of had right now with this, but I want to actually find them and, and go through them from the book.
0: That would um, be great. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure some people have some ideas too about what this stuff could mean. Fascinating. Mm hmm. But I think the just the further destabilization is definitely
2: on the horizon. I give him and you that. Well, I can't get this next article to load, but uh, Sam Bankman Freed of FTX has pleaded not guilty.
0: Yep, as ex- as expected and was rumored last week. Yep. So we'll see what happens. Do you think he's going to
2: get away with it? Uh, yeah, I do. I've already said this. Yeah, he's he's going to walk and he's going to get out. And he's going to get a big old loan and start a new company. And he's going to push for federal regulation so this never happens again and all this stuff. And all those people above him and around him who allowed the fraud to happen, who actually made the fraud happen, they're just going to walk. Because he's directly connected the Republicans and the Democrats. He was giving them money.
0: Yeah, he could bring the whole thing down. Can't let yep. that happen.
2: Inflation, natural disasters, and food shortages. Oh, my are expected to worsen in 2023. This is from uh, Mike Adams from oh, News Target. America is in the throes of a national food crisis, according to the fourth-generation dairy farmer Stephanie Nash, the Nash family creamery in Chapel Hill, Tennessee. This country is certainly headed that way. I definitely think that we have a food security threat, Nash, a farmer and agricultural ag- active, uh, advocate, told Fox News. I believe 2023 is going to be rough, worse than 2022. Between the droughts and other major weather events, supply chain problems, and ongoing inflation, the cost of doing business in the United States, any business, through the food sector is going to be hit especially hard, is becoming too high for many to make a profit. When is bedtime? There we go. Uh... Compared to other sectors of the economy, food is seeing the greatest price hikes. In November, the food prices were 10.6% higher on average compared to last year around the same time. Overall, inflation numbers at least officially are 7.1% higher than a year ago. Um, Critical inputs such as fertilizer and fuel are either short in supply or cost way too much to turn a profit. The extreme weather conditions rising interest rates in industry that relies on debt financing and supply chain issues. 2022 was just a really hard year, said Nash. I think there's going to be a lot of shortages next year for sure. We're going to have a supply chain shortage. We're going to have an increase in our food prices at the grocery store. I don't think it's going to go down anytime soon. And I think Americans are really going to be hurting in their wallet. And she's right. Most Americans right now, 86% of Americans have depleted all of their savings and are living paycheck to playcheck. check. Play check to playcheck. Playcheck. Play check. Play check. Play check. We should call it, start well, calling
0: it playcheck, right? Yeah, I mean they have a solution though. More stimulus, right?
2: That's right. Stimulate the economy with money we don't have and, and debt for the future of humanity. The world's two hundred and eighty trillion dollars in debt. To who? Wheat, soybeans, coin prices, corn prices expected to have a choppy twenty twenty three. Well, shit, we didn't we just say that? The war in Ukraine continues to inject volatility volatility into the grain futures which shot up last year. And this is talking about about the United States. This is talking about globally. You got to remember 46% of the grain in the world comes from Ukraine and Russia area. Yeah. 48% of the natural gas, oil comes from Russia. It's not going to stop, guys. So I highly re- you know, you know what we should do is we should get we got quite a few people on the platform that are like doing this type of stuff. They're they're doing the homesteading and stuff. Oh, yeah. I would love to get them on there and do like a Zoom with them and record it and have each one come in and like kind of tell their own different like things and teach somebody, teach people. And we record it and we, we put it on the social red pill for free for everybody to watch. So if anybody's out there they are a homesteader, they're can, They're doing canning, how to preserve food, how to grow food at your house, at your home, how to homestead, how to do all of these these different things, please hit me up. Let's get together. Let's all plan a Zoom session. We're going to put it together, and then we'll do that for the all the Red Pill family and for everybody else. We'll even put it on our YouTube channel, and we'll get that information out there. I think that's a great idea.
0: That would be good.
2: And this is uh, the actual right. video of her issuing the warning on Fox News. We can look at this.
1: This is showed a 10.6% increase over last year. And because of things like drought, supply chain shortages, overall inflation next year, you could see these prices pop even more. It's getting expensive to go grocery shopping. Good time to bring in Stephanie Nash. She's a dairy farmer in Tennessee. She joins us now. Stephanie, uh, good morning to you. Do you see food prices going down anytime soon?
3: No, we're not going to see any change in the U.S. market for food prices for Americans. You know, we imported 57 57- more percent from brazil for beef 12 more percent in mexico i'm telling the government and our politicians and our leaders what are you doing what are you doing with american grown how are you supporting our family farmers ranchers and how are you supporting americans at the grocery store they're paying anywhere from 10 to 18 percent more for products and we need to fix that we need to fix the way american runs and how we support our family farmers and ranchers
1: You know, for people who don't understand how farming works, they're probably thinking, well, farmers are getting such high prices for their goods, they must be making out like bandits.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's the, I guess we're not getting communication to the public, right? You know, you have JBS, Cargill, Tyson. They're making marginal record profits this year off family farmers and ranchers while we see Texas beef selling record numbers because they have no water. And you're seeing California dairy farms sell off because they can't afford feed. And it's just crazy. I think the USDA needs to do a better job of implementing programs to feed Americans, to support American grown, and just be stronger. You know, you look at the markets, you look at imports and exports. uh, We continue to support other countries and we're not even supporting the American people.
2: See, spot on. So, absolutely. I don't do this often and I got a few messages to to make as well. So we'll go into this Uh, for those who don't have the ability to go out there and grow a garden, but have the ability to go out there and and get supplies. If you're looking for a place to do that, my Patriot supply, um, they got various different types of, of grills. They have water purification, Alexa water purification kit, They have one year mega emergency food supply. Their food lasts 25 years plus on the shelf. It's actually really good quality food. I I opened some up, but they have tons of other stuff. Water purification, chlorine dioxide. Uh, Obviously, you know what that can be used for. Potassium iodate. Um, This is like glucose iodine right there. Um, But they have tons of stuff on here. If you want to go there and give credit to the Red Pill Project Go to redpills.tv slash Patriot. Vince is putting that in all the various chats. Redpills.tv slash Patriot. That's how you can go ahead and give us credit there. Um, if you are stocking up on food, canon food, salt and meat, whatever it might be, Kieran meat, good on you. I All my stuff is still in Denver. I have to bring it out here. I lost a lot of it. Um, but this year, um, I don't have an HOA. So... Oh, I don't have an HOA, so watch the f out. <laughs> yeah, I don't have an HOA, so I'm gonna just blow my backyard up.
0: Nice, dude. And
2: That's so be fun. One thing that I I can I can tell you, I'm not a gardener. I, I kill crops. Uh, but one thing I'm gonna try this year is vertical gardening. Okay, vertical hydroponic gardening. And one thing that a lot of people are not doing, that I've seen through documentary videos on this is an increase of oxygen in that vertical stem. Wow. So a 20%, 20% to the root structure. To, so a 20% increase to the root structure of oxygen. And okay. so what will happen is um, you, you will have, I believe, it, I'm pretty sure it is, nitrogen and oxygen component. But basically there's a theory out there that the earth is uh, with, had a higher oxygen content a long, long time ago, and that plants grew way bigger, and so a farmer back in the 1920s and 30s actually tried this, and he added higher oxygen content to his plants, and you had cherry tomatoes growing this big. No. Oh, my God. Yeah. Cool. He had a cherry tomato plant that grew like 27 feet tall. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, I'm going to try and just test out a few different things, but... Um, definitely preparing for what's coming next because it is coming. And if they're going to start vaccinating with the mRNA vaccine, our livestock, cattle, pigs, chickens, you better watch out because you're not going to want to eat that shit. No.
0: And everybody's going to have to farm to get by <clears throat> with good seeds and seeds that you could get at the end of the season. Yep. You're going to have to learn well. how to survive. Yeah. Collect your seeds, dry them out, store them for next year. Yep.
2: Most likely scenario is that DeMar Hamlin is actually brain dead on the field due to the nine minutes of CPR that he was being given. He's in an induced coma right now. Uh, For nine minutes, he obviously was being given CPR. People have came out of that with no brain, uh, brain injury, but it's highly unlikely. So... Interesting there Uh our, our thoughts and prayers go out to his family. Um, then to kind of give you guys a little perspective on this, at least 769 recently vaxxed athletes collapsed last year during competition. Um, that's not just, you know, I mean, come on, there are no coincidences. The outlander defender, the spike in cardiac arrest and other heart issues among elite athletes coincides with the rollout of the COVID-19 jabs. How many 23-year-old athletes were collapsing and suffering heart attacks before this year? Do you know any 23-year-old people who had heart attacks before now? And these are just the ones that we know about. How many have gone unreported? Nearly 800 athletes, young, fit people in their prime of life, falling down on the field. In fact, 500% more soccer players in the EU are dropping dropping dead from heart attacks than just over one year ago. That's 500% more than just one year ago. Oh, I said I was going to make some announcements. Uh, announcements are tonight is the um, After Dark Chat. If you guys, After Dark Chat and Q&A with myself, I think Vince will be there, a few other people. Um, usually get about 30 or 40 people on that Zoom call. It's a Zoom call. It's on socialredpill.com. You have to be a member, but it's completely free to join. You can you can support us with a subscription. That's awesome if you do decide to do that. Um, but you guys can go out there, join socialredpill.com. It's a private social network only with this red pill family that you're seeing all around here. And, uh, tonight we have our after dark Q and a that starts at an hour and a half from now. So starts at 10 PM central, 11 PM Eastern, 9 PM mountain, 7 PM, 8 PM central or uh, Pacific, something like that. Um, I'm so bad on time zones. We need to just get rid of them. It's actually
0: open now. Uh, well, but yeah, that's it's. Where it, most people will jump in.
2: Yeah, so it's open right now. So if you go to the events tab, there's something that says social red pill chat. You can jump in that. That's the Zoom that we use. You can jump in that and you can join now, but we're on a show, so don't do that. Wait. Then uh, also, we have what's known as the Battle of the Streams. This is where you guys can help support the red pill project that happens between Rumble, DLive, and Pilled. Uh, so go ahead and read these off. JTAC WAC is celebrating a five-month substreak. Thank you so much, JTAC. Uh, RMUAFC2 gifted a cookie. Merry Christmas. Happy birthday. Happy New Year. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you so much, RMUAFC2. Much appreciated for all the wishes there. Fringed Weller donated 117 gold p- pills. Evening, gentlemen. Thank you so much, Fringe Weller. Bayonet is celebrating a two-month substreak. Thank you so much, Bayonet. Hassan Shulan just followed. Welcome, Hassan Shulan. Thank you for the follow. Allie D donated three ice cream. Shannon 1313 donated three ice cream. Thank you so much, Allie and Shannon. RPG3573 donated two ice cream. Thank you so much, RPG3573. Gump, Gump, $1 on Rumble. It's funny because Alex Jones tried to tell us this crap was coming for 15 years, and now it's here. You're absolutely right vader369 gifted some shades just jim gifted a cookie i know just jim finally about time you watch the show just jim thank you just fbi jim vader369 and just jim thank you so much and Janaka donated one lemon thank you so much Jenica, for that uh i'm gonna go to pilled real quick and pilled is pilled is kind of cool d live used to have the chest where you could release chest they got rid of that oh yeah and so now uh, the only place to do that on is Pilt. And so the, the scratching has been released. There you guys go. <clears throat> so I've just released the scratching. And here we go. The NFL pushed the COVID vaccines on its players. When will the league investigate whether the rare myocarditis vaccine side effect is impacting players, such as making them more susceptible to gain-related injuries? And this comes from Tom Fitton uh, from Judicial Watch. <clears throat> The NFL games are on Saturday. In addition, the praying for Damar Hamlin. If we, if we if I were a vaccinated player, I'd not playing or at least demanding equipment that provides increased chest protection. So, th- excuse me, this is going to be interesting. And I'm going to make this prediction right now. What happens when the next NFL player has the same fate as uh, DeMar? Damar. Yeah,
0: I know, right? I know. I thought that same thing. Maybe they could make safer helmets that like filter their blood out and clean out all the mRNA, the all the poison.
2: Yeah. Well, you know what I'm thinking is, what if it happens this weekend? Think about the time relation.
0: Think about the time
2: relation. I mean, I guess it'd be a great time to run a Pfizer ad. Yeah. the The Buffalo Bills GM actually said that non-vaccinated players won't play, so he forced all of them. So we know he was.
0: Yeah. vaccinated. He said it gave them an advantage to have them all vaccinated.
2: Yep. Oh. Well, let's, uh, you know, let's hear Dr. Peter McCullough on kind of what he's talking about with collapsing athletes. By the way, this is world-renowned cardiologist, the most peer-reviewed and published cardiologist in the world. World-renowned up until just a few years ago when he came out against the vaccine. Listen to what he has to say.
1: Everybody in my circles who've passed on the vaccines, they as they see the blood clots, the myocarditis, uh the the deaths start to occur they are thrilled they didn't take the vaccine i I mean it is extraordinary we just saw a a very famous young uh, female golfer in the united states develop a blood clot in her arm uh we just never see that there's a condition called thoracic outlet obstruction that can actually um you know have a predilection in golfers that can happen in baseball players but it's the thrombogenic nature of the vaccine and in all these cases the mysterious piece of information is did they take the vaccine or not? We just heard about Justin Bieber, uh, his wife, having a blood clot in her brain. When do we hear that in young people like that? Again, the mystery piece of information is did they take the vaccine? No one's being clear on this. All these athletes have died on the field in Europe, the soccer players, rugby players. Again, did they take the vaccine? Now, Sooner or later, people are going to have to come clean on this uh, because many, many people think that in fact they did. And anytime people are silent on this exposure, the assumption now is they took the vaccine and they simply just don't want to uh, disclose that. Everybody.
2: And he's right. The world is gonna have to face the truth really, really soon. And I think that that truth is gonna happen in 2023. And that's going to be what Nostradamus was talking about there, how people rise up and say yeah. they were lied to.
0: I hope so. And we do see this. People are waking up. Not all of them, because I don't think all of them could or will. Small percentage, but
2: yep. people are. So this is a Rasmussen poll. More than one in four thinks someone they know died from COVID-19 vaccines. Nearly half of Americans think COVID-19 vaccines may be to blame for unexplained deaths, and more than a quarter say someone they know could be among the victims. The latest Rasmussen Report's national telephone and online survey finds that 49% of American adults believe it is likely that side effects of COVID-19 vaccines have caused a significant number of unexplained deaths, including 28% who think it's very likely, 37% say uh, don't say a significant number of deaths have been caused by vaccine side effects, including 17 who believe it's not likely at all. Another 14% are not sure. 28% of adults say they personally know someone whose death they think may have been caused by side effects of COVID-19 vaccines, while 61% don't, and another 10% are not sure. 48% of Americans believe there are legitimate reasons to be concerned about the safety of the COVID-19 vaccines, while 37% think people should worry about vaccine safety and are spreading conspiracy theories. Like,
0: <laughs> Sorry. Yeah.
2: Yeah I, uh, yeah. I don't know what to say to those people. You know, listen. Um, when a virus is genetically engineered in a lab in China... And, and for anybody out there who's listening, is like, dude, it was, it was natural. No, no, it wasn't. We actually have the documentation. 2014, gain-of-function research, EcoHealth Alliance, Peter Daszak, Anthony Fauci, canceled gain-of-function research by the National Institutes of Health under a program. Uh, Peter Daszak takes EcoHealth Alliance to Wuhan Institute of Virology, funded with a $3 million grant by the, national, uh, by the NIAID under the National Institutes of Health, uh, under the nose of Barack Obama, and move from Chapel Hill, North Carolina, to Wuhan, China. They develop, for military purposes, a bioweapon, COVID-19. Okay? We have predated DOD references to COVID-19 before it was ever broken out or actually named this is August 2019 you have event 201 which occurred on October 19th 2019 with the World Economic Forum Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, John Hopkins University on a global exercise of where they talked about a global pandemic that would basically start in a wet market in South America and that the global nations and governments would have to come together and formulate an mRNA vaccine to save the population two months later the first case or actually two weeks later the first case of COVID-19 actually occurred. Now, what kind of virus was They were they talking about in Event 201? A specific type of zootic virus that had never transmitted to human beings before called the coronavirus. Two weeks later, it actually literally happened. Okay, that's not a coincidence enough. The coincidences go on. We find out that the spike protein is a hybrid of various different types of, of, of poisons Uh, From reptile poisons, snail poisons, including a modification with HIV, the the AIDS virus, right? So the HIV virus, um, and it produces immunosuppression. This is the spike protein that was genetically altered, created in a lab, and this has been since verified through various DOD documents. Anybody who wants to see them, we'll send them out to you. Uh, So this is the problem is then you have Operation Warp Speed, which goes out there to use Moderna, Pfizer, and Johnson & Johnson to create a vaccine as fast as humanly possible, which usually takes about 5 to 10 years in process and approvals through the FDA to actually do this. Well, Pfizer, J&J, and Moderna went out there and created this vaccine in record time. I think it was like 9 months or something like that. Yeah, speed. Now, the problem with that is, and someone has brought this to my attention, and I agree with it. Now, you got to remember that they they make batches of these vaccines. So they don't make one one vial at a time. They make batches and then fill the vials up. But the question is, is if they just created billions upon billions of new vaccines and distributed them within a one-year to two-year period, where do they process these, manufacture these? How do they distribute these? How do they get all the raw materials to do this? Well, guess what? They were already in production in a place called China. China's the number one place that all three of those pharmaceutical companies sourced their materials for vaccines. Once I knew this, I'm not getting a vaccine. I'm allergic to vaccines, but I wouldn't get it. They were already made. So the virus was made in China, and the vaccine was sourced and made in China. And just knowing that right there, you should have just had all the information you needed. China.
0: they, They probably were in production before it even
2: broke out. That's right. China. Speaking about China, Kevin McCarthy loses third vote for Speaker of the House. Jim Jordan picks up 20 votes. House has adjourned until noon tomorrow. And mm. it's like mutiny. Mutiny. A lot of crying In peoples. Congress. Yeah. Yep. And so I think that we're going to see Jim Jordan uh, move on up. Tomorrow? Oh, yeah. I think Jim Jordan is going to move on up. I think he's going to. I think Jim Jordan has the potential to take the House mm. as Speaker. Um, you know, he started, so McCarthy didn't have the majority. And then all of a sudden people started switching over to Jim Jordan. And I think they're going to see Jim Jordan as a viable candidate. They know this is a MAGA Congress, American first Congress. I'm telling you, I think Jim Jordan can pull it off. I hope he can
0: with the full vote. Or do you think they'll have to change the rules?
2: Um, I guess it like, last time
0: this happened they modified
4: the rules
2: For they what, could modify the rules Let, let's listen to this real quick purpose does this gentleman from Texas seek recognition
4: seek place a name and a nomination Your speaker
2: the right? gentleman
1: is recognized
4: so this is what the chamber looks like when we're actually debating and the bodies are in the chairs how many times have we been down here giving speeches and there's not a soul in the chamber yet this is what it takes to get 440 f- 435 people in the chamber, and have an actual debate. The American people are watching, and that's a good thing. What we're doing is exercising our rights to vote and have a debate and have a discussion about the future of this country through the decision of choosing a speaker. This is not personal. It's not. This is about the future of the country. This is about the direction of the country, American people who are looking at this body and wondering why we can pass $1.7 trillion bills that are unpaid for. They can just slide in $45 billion for Ukraine, but not pay for it, $40 billion for emergency spending and not pay for it, 10% increase in defense spending, 6% increase in non-defense spending and not pay for it, and not do a thing except put language in a bill that prohibits our ability to use the money to secure the border. That bill gets rammed through, and we know exactly how it gets rammed through because the defense world and the non defense world come together and say, You know what? We're going to cut a deal, and we'll all go to the mics, and we're all going to give speeches, and the American people are the big losers. That's what happens. We know that's what happens. The Rules Committee sits up there and passes a bill sends it to the floor, and we have no debate on the floor of this body. We haven't been able to offer an amendment on the floor of this body since May of 2016. The former leader and I have discussed this right here. That's true. But the fact is, this place has to change. It has to change. And the change comes by either adopting rules and procedures that will make us actually do our job, or it comes from leadership. And people ask me, what do you want? I want the tools or I want the leadership to stop the swamp from running over the average American every single day. (laughs) We can't keep doing this. I'm going to sit here until we figure out how to stop spending money we don't have. I don't want any more empty promises. I don't want any more, oh, don't worry, trust us, we'll do it. I want to know that we're going to be able to exercise our rights as a member of this body to stand up for the American people and actually fix this country. And it's not going to happen when we use our men and women in uniform and defense and wrap ourselves around that and then spend more money that we don't have, weakening that defense, weakening our country in the process. But that's what we just did. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am asking for us to come together and figure out how to solve these problems. And to do that. I'm going to do what I did my very first act as a member of Congress, or as a Congressman-elect, and nominate Jim Jordan for Speaker. Now, Jim has said he doesn't want that nomination, and Jim has been down here nominating Kevin, and I respect that. And again, I have no personal animus towards Kevin, and I've worked for the last two months to try to figure out how to get the rules to make this place better, and we've made progress. But we do not have the tools or the leadership yet to stop the swamp for rolling over the American people. Jim has been doing it. He has a track record of doing it. And for those reasons, I am nominating Jim Jordan from Ohio for Speaker of the House of Representatives.
2: Boom. I love it. Yeah. And and well said, Chip. I mean, Chip has always been one of those people who just tells the truth, right? Yeah. he, He just lays it on them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Did you hear Kevin McCarthy actually moved all his stuff into the speaker's office already? Did he really? <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> that's what a douche! What he has to move it all out. <laughs> wow. I hope Jim Jordan wins. You know, some people are asking why did Jim Jordan vote for Kevin McCarthy? Um, because he can't vote for himself.
0: And I don't think he wants the position, but that's good. As a lot of well, people are
2: saying, I I think he's being um. Humble. Uh, yeah, humble there. I, I think that he, I think this is planned. And I bet you Donald Trump's going to come out the next day and say, you know what? I think Jim Jordan as Speaker of the House is a great move. And you're just going to see all the votes start coming in.
0: Yeah. And I think they're convening tomorrow at noon Eastern.
2: Yep. Now l- listen to what Dan Crenshaw has to say about this. This handful
1: of members
2: is um, uh, very clearly looking for notoriety over principle. That's what it is. And anyone who suggests differently is um, in, in, in some kind of make-believe fantasy reality. It's not, it's not true. They lost those debates. That should have been the end of it, because that's how a team works, right? You hash this stuff out, you figure it out, and then
4: you move on. But if you're a narcissist, if you're a narcissist and you believe that your opinion is so much more important than everyone else's, then you'll keep going. And you'll
1: threaten to tear down the team for, for the benefit of the Democrats. Just because of your own sense of self-importance. That's exactly what's happening
2: here. We will not vote for anyone else but McCartney. These people think they're stubborn when we're stubborn. They think they're not going to get the communities that want. Well, obviously, they won't. But it's going to be so much worse than that. You know, they are enemies now. They are enemies now.
4: They have, oh, yeah. they have made it clear that they prefer that's, a...
2: That's some big words right there. And oh, yeah. this, is, this is the exact dichotomy that we've been talking about in Congress that's going to happen with the Republican Party is that the, the America First Freedom Caucus, it's a completely different political party. You know, Dan Crenshaw came in with many others under well, it was Senator Cruz and stuff like that, under the Tea Party. And he's anything but Tea Party. He's anything but constitutional. He's a rhino, Republican in name only. There right. you go. Suck a dick, Pinko Crenshaw. That's right, Roxy. <laughs> but here's the good things. is a new GOP majority planning to launch committee to investigate rampant abuse of power by federal agencies. This could be really good. The new panel will fall under the House Judiciary Committee and presumably will have subpoena power to compel testimony from officials. Recent revelations about the FBI's involvement in censorship on social media platforms, which have become public knowledge, thanks to the publishing of Twitter's internal documents, is not only the instance of those abuses, nor is the FBI the only entity that was what is currently referred to as a select subcommittee on weaponization of federal government will look into. So this is going to be great. I, I'm excited about that. But I hope that they actually bring about criminal referrals. They, hi- they fire yes. people. They pass the legislation to limit their abilities. Like, Why do we have 17 intelligence agencies in the United States government, each one of them with their own counter, um, counterterrorism unit, counterinsurgency unit, counterintelligence unit? Why, why do we need 17?
0: You know, just mm-hmm. how the mafia operates in this country.
2: Yep. So, Brunson versus Adams, an epic uh, United States Supreme Court case is in motion the challenge a failure to investigate the 2020 election. Fraud as a national security breach has been accepted. The hearing will take place on Friday, January 6th, uh, 2023. Uh, that's not necessarily true. So, the, this tweet is actually incorrect here. Um, it hasn't been accepted is it's one of about 80 to 90 different cases that have the potential to be reviewed on January 6th. I know this. I've talked to Lloyd Brunson, literally. Okay. It's one of about 80 different cases, 80 to 90 different cases that have the potential to be reviewed. So typically when they go in for these reviews is they already have 10 selected. Those are the ones they review. They, they vote on them. It's done. That's the ones you're going to see for the year. Right. Um, is this one of them? It has the potential to be. It definitely has the potential to be. I hope so. How do, I wonder how what their process is for prioritizing these things. Mhm. Hmm. We can only hope. So, listen to this. So, the Virgin Islands was suing JP Morgan for aiding Jeffrey Epstein in sex trafficking, right? Epstein sex trafficking was aided by JP Morgan. A US Virgin Islands lawsuit says. Okay? Then Biden has arrived in the U.S. Virgin Islands to relax between holidays, right after this lawsuit was filed. Then, Virgin Islands Attorney General loses her job days after suing J.P. Morgan Chase in connection with the Jeffrey Epstein probe. Follow that one, guys. In, you don't believe in queaky dinks? Yeah. Oh, my God. Was this a quid pro quo, Joe? Fire that attorney! It'll all be darned. Yep. She got fired. Oh, God. What is this this is an IRS agent, I think, or what is this guy even training for? I don't know. This, oh. guy. <laughs> this guy's an idiot. scared for the cameraman the whole time i I think it was probably just a cell phone but i'm afraid for the cell phone (laughs) oh my gosh now this is a okay i want everybody to understand i I lived in colorado for over a decade Mm -hmm. jared polis is all about political stunts how do i know this he's the governor of colorado how do i know this As a senator, when he was running for the nomination of governor, he beat himself up in his own car and blamed it on somebody else because he was gay and that it was a discriminatory attack. Even though people watched him beat himself up, give himself a black eye. Okay. Then when Donald Trump came there and they were going to remove Space Command from Colorado, he showed up in Colorado Springs. Mr. President got down on his knees. Oh, yeah. He was he was all lubby dubby with Trump. Listen to what he's doing now. Jared Polis, governor of Colorado, plans to send migrants to major cities, including New York. Do it. Colorado's bad, man. Denver is being overwhelmed, and the mayor of Denver is calling like a, a state emergency. So Polis is like, okay, well, we'll send him to liberal cities, other sanctuary cities. Isn't that what they're for? And he's he's getting ready to run for president in twenty twenty four, telling you. You'll see Polis on the ballot.
0: I don't trust him, but okay. I hope he does some good stuff. We
2: re- and, and, and here's a message from DeSantis, which I approve this one. I don't approve all of them.
4: We reject By the way, that, this that video ide- was not
2: an IRS agent. It was just a joke. I know. I know. I was just joking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we reject <laughs> this woke ideology. We seek normalcy, not philosophical lunacy. We will not allow reality, facts, and truth to become optional. We will never surrender to the woke mob. Florida is where woke goes to die. That was on his inauguration. And listen, I like Florida. It's warm there. I just don't like hurricanes.
0: Yeah, it's too warm for me.
2: But I like their politics. Yeah. So, for everybody out there wondering, Donald Trump's tax returns fail to turn up evidence of any treason, treason, collusion, or any crimes, for that matter. Uh, basically, he paid his taxes. Well, that's interesting, isn't
0: it? <laughs> totally, that story really died quickly.
2: Yep. What else we got here? Yeah, we got bombarded with snow today.
0: Oh, I know. What a massive storm to flood turned with, with diphtheria couple days
2: ago yep we got a foot of snow where i'm at right now but here's here's bill gates we were talking about vaccinating animals here you go
1: well the gates foundation has partnered with Diffit on a great number of things and uh among those are our work we do together on livestock uh helping animals survive uh either by having vaccines or better genetics uh, helping them be more productive it's making a big difference uh you know i was down in ethiopia seeing how chickens are out there Uh, Laying more eggs, getting more nutrition, uh, and even some small savings into the household. So uh, Edinburgh happens to be where a lot of the world's best work on this is done. And that's why uh, Diffid and the Gates Foundation are are funding scientists here.
2: There you go. And and you notice how we said, we don't want to, we already are. Important to understand there. <clears throat> okay, we have Nate henley gifted a phone. Thank you so much Nate Henley. and uh thank you guys for all the donations tonight. Uh don't forget tonight we have the After Dark Q&A, After Dark Chat that is on socialredpill.com. You have to be a member to join, but you can join for 100% free. Just go to socialredpill.com. Yep, that's right. Fuck off, Billy. Go to hell, Pinko Gates. Um other than that, we're going to see you guys tomorrow. Uh, going to be a busy day, but we're going to have some fun, and hopefully we have some good news coming out in this world. And uh, Keep your heads up. Keep your chins up, guys. This gets better. This is probably going to be the worst year out of, uh, out of the ones that we've seen. But I think that 2024, things will start getting better, and we have to get through this. Now, If you guys are out there, you have a 401k, an IRA, or if you have extra cash laying around, you wanna get into gold and silver, we know the economy is going to collapse. I'm telling you, getgoldtoday.com, Dr. Kirk Elliott. Give them a call, 720-605-3900. They're gonna help you out, they're gonna take care of you. Um, This is the only way that we actually support ourselves is by putting this information out there and helping you guys get prepared. I don't really bring in affiliates unless I use their products, unless I use their services, and so, This is how it works. Everything that I'm putting out there for you, I use myself. Um, But much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys take care. Have a great night. If you need more info on Dr. Kirk Elliott or my Supply, and you're just curious about pushing that purchase button or you're curious about giving Kirk Elliott a call, hit me up on socialredpill.com or social media and ask me. And I will reach out to you and give you guys all my knowledge on it and tell you why they're probably better than other people. So much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys take care. Have a good night. We'll see you tomorrow.